You are listening to Worthy Women Ministries' Wonderful Counselor Podcast. This is where our community comes together to get into the Word every single day for the entire year. My name is Mikel Armeo. I'm the CEO and founder of Worthy Women Ministries, and I am your host. I cannot wait to grow with you this year, so let's get started. Today, I want to hone in on a key passage in the book of Philippians, where Paul, again, is writing to the church of Philippi from prison, and he begins to talk to this body of believers about anxiety, and he gives us instruction on how, as believers, we have access to a peace that passes under standing. He says, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I had somebody ask me the other day, what does it mean to guard our hearts? And we see in the scripture today that guarding our hearts simply means to come into agreement with the peace that passes understanding. And understanding why this is so important to guard our hearts is because we have to be able to see and hear clearly the direction that God is giving us. And we are, when we are unsettled in our spirit, when we are not operating in that peace that passes understanding, coming into the understanding that God is far, far above all power and authority and has all control to come about, bring about everything that we need for the purpose that he set before us, we begin to do things in our own flesh and in our own power and in our own strength. And when we are building for the kingdom of God, we have to build from the spirit, from the things that he gives us, from the inheritance from the kingdom. You can't build the kingdom of God with the things of the flesh, right? And so Paul says, just be anxious for nothing. You know, anxiety and its companion, worry, um, they do their best constantly to immobilize us. And now we may still be moving towards something, but when we have anxiety and worry, we're not doing things for the kingdom. People become anxious about the future. You know, what is this going to look like tomorrow? Am I going to have enough money to, to cover this, um, this bill? Or, or you know, what's going to happen with my kids at school? Um, you know, am, am I going to just all of this anxiety and worry and, and Hey, we all struggle with this. So this is such a great reminder that we probably all need a couple times a week, at least for me anyway. Um, but there are so many things that we can be worried about in the future. Um, and, and just being anxious about things that maybe haven't come to pass yet. Uh, But Paul tells us what we're supposed to do with this anxiety and this worry. He says, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Okay, so there's three things here. Prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving. So by prayer, supplication, letting God know what you need in prayer. 
with a heart of thanksgiving. I was talking to someone today and um, he reminded me that we as believers, you know, we go into this prayer posture and we, we, you know, believe for the things of God, but we often forget to expect, to be expectant. And that was such a great reminder for me. And I was really thinking about that, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I believe God is who he says he is, but do I expect to see the inheritance that he's promised me manifest in my life? Do I expect to see things shift when I operate in my authority that's been given to me through the power of the Holy Spirit? Uh, when I come into agreement with the things that he's telling me in that secret place, do like, am I really expectant when I pray? You know, and, and I think that that heart of thanksgiving is what puts us in that expectant or puts us in a position to really expect God to move, expect God to come through because we're asking him for what we need, but we're doing it with a heart of thanksgiving. You know, when you receive a gift from someone, the proper thing to do is to say thank you when you receive that gift, right? We teach this to our children. You know, if somebody gives you something, what do you what do you say? You know, how many times do we say this to our kids? What do you say? Say thank you. Uh, and and we train ourselves to say thank you after the fact. But when we're God's children, God is saying. I want you to be thankful for it before it ever happens. And that's not natural to us in our flesh. But it changes our heart posture. It changes our heart posture. And it guards our hearts with a peace that passes understanding. When we come into this place of thanksgiving and an expectation, that is when our hearts begin to be guarded and it's guarded by peace, just resting in that peace. I, I, as I was reading through the scripture today, I'm like, Lord, you know, I really want you to teach me. I want you to teach me this because he's talking to me a lot about leading from a posture of rest. You know, when we're in a posture of rest, there's a sense of peace that we have, that God is going to come through, uh, that we can do nothing without God, right? And, and, Really, it's God, the one that, that's doing the work, especially if he's getting the glory, uh, which we should be giving him the glory as leaders. He's the one that's doing the work. We just simply come into agreement and, with partic and we participate with the plans that he's already set before us, right? So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to go into prayer. I'm just going to go into prayer today. And God, I'm just expecting for you to bring the resources that we need because I know that you're you just want an intimate relationship with me more than anything else. I know that's your heart, God. I know that that you don't need me to be out here running myself ragged and and overextending myself and you know operating from an empty cup and God you're you're fully aware of what's going on in my life right now and so it was just so amazing because God will just respond so quickly. So I sit down and I get into my prayer posture and and I and I have the word in front of me and and I'm just, you know, really trying to take in what what Paul was saying to us uh 
or saying to the Church of Philippi and, and to us today, because it applies to us today, right? So I'm reading this and I begin to get answers of things that for things that I have been wondering about that are resources that the ministry needs. So like these messages start coming in and then I have uh, someone else walk in the front door of the Diasozo house and she just wants to gifts, gift us resources that are going to generate long-term revenue, but also be an opportunity for women to explore gifts and talents and be creative. And I'm sitting here and I'm having this whole full-blown conversation in this in the spirit with, with the Lord in my mind as I'm interacting. And I'm just like, wow, God, you're so good. Like you don't, you don't need for us to be out here overextending ourselves, wearing ourselves down. Like that's not how you've called your leaders to operate. You know, if people are going to look at us and you're going to, you're going to set us in a position of leadership and people look to us, you know, they're going to wonder how in the world does this person have so much peace and they're just not, they're not shaken and they, they rest, you know, they're, they, 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 are just at peace. They're in a posture of peace all the time. Why would God do that for his leaders? Why? Not because he wants to make life easy for us. Cause I tell you right now, being a leader in the kingdom of God is not easy. It's not easy. I face attacks every single day. But the reason why God will put us in that position is because it makes people wonder. And when, when people come to us and they say, what is different? Well, because I, I serve a God that's far, far above all power and authorities. And I've been given access to everything that I need. And so all I have to do is make my requests known to him in a heart of thanksgiving and expect that he's going to come through. He loves that. He loves that. And and he wants us to live a life free from anxiety and worry, be anxious for nothing be anxious for nothing you know those things are not from the lord fear worry anxiety those things are not from the lord and he does not want us to operate in those things but it's very easy it's very easy to get caught up in the rat race and to you know be doing 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 um but you know during my time like god just sent god sent three people to bring resources I mean, and this is like within a span of two hours, okay? Like, and and God knows that him and I are having this conversation and the spirit in the back of my mind through all of this. And so I say that just to encourage you that, look, there's nothing special about me other than I'm God's daughter. I'm God's daughter. I've surrendered my life to him. What he does for me, he wants to do for all of his children. And it is true. The word of God is so true. If we would just submit ourselves to it and make it the number one priority in our life. Not our gifts, not our talents, not the things that we are, you know, that we are so caught up in, you know, um, the having the material things. You know, none of those things matter, really. They don't. What matters is that we just seek God. Seek God and sit back and watch him just pour out his love on you. That's what we were created for. It makes me think about, you know, we go back all the way to uh, the garden and Adam and Eve. 
You know, God walked with him in the garden before the fall of man. He he fellowshiped with Adam and Eve. That's what that's what he created them for is to be in fellowship. He wanted to be in fellowship with his creation. It's always been his desire since the beginning of time. And we overcomplicate things. And it happens, you know. I mean, single mom, you know, you're out here and, and you've got to make sure that doctor's appointments are, are met. And, you know, they're getting to school on time and they've got healthy meals in front of them. And they're getting to their sport practices and, and all of these different things. So, like, I get it. I get it. But here's one thing I would encourage you to do. Here's one thing I would say to you and encourage you to do. Get up and start your morning with God and say, God, you know all the pressures of the world that are going to be coming my direction, but I want you to put my my heart in a posture of peace. Guard my heart through this day, Lord, and as situations and circumstances come my direction, I want to be so anchored in you before I start my day that I can quickly come back to meditating on what? Paul says it. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good rapport, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Meditate on these things. You know, there are good things that happen all around us every single day. God will give us something to be anchored in every single day if we would just make our requests known to him. In everything, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let them be made known to God. So let's let's really come into a place of expectance. That word really hit me today as I was um, having a conversation. It's like, okay, I believe, but do I expect? And then just coming into agreement with that expectation and, and just saying, you know what, God, I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to expect that you are going to do it because you are who you say you are and you know what's going on in, in all things in my life and, and you know all of our needs. So I'm just going to make the request known and, and be expectant. And as I'm sitting reading the Bible three different times, God brought resources that we needed to accomplish the next things that he set before us in the ministry. So let's engage this in our life. Let's come out of agreement with anxiety and worry and fear and the grind and the hustle and the bustle. I truly believe, sisters, that this is a season where God is lifting up the women who love him and have surrendered to him. And he's getting ready to lift them up into a posture of rest. So the younger women, and, and, and I, when I say younger, I'm not just talking about an age. I'm talking about our spiritual growth. The younger women, the babies, they're going to begin to see us 
leading from a posture of rest and they're going to want to come out of the things of the world and discover the peace that God is just going to shine through us, not for our glory, but because he is drawing people to him through our lives. It's about the souls. It's about the souls. Let's come out of agreement with the with the worry, the fear, the anxiety. God will provide. He will provide. This podcast is made possible because of our proud supporters around the world. If you'd like to learn more about Worthy Women Ministries and how we are helping women discover their worth, identity, and purpose in Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at worthywomenministry.org. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and donate if you feel led.